0: A couple of weeks ago, I was having a conversation with Jeff Pettis about how resourceful artists are. Jeff was telling me that he once visited a mini storage pod that an artist had converted into a studio and gallery space.
1: I was kind of blown away, you know, that here this was. And he said, oh, yeah, there's a musician over on the other side and they do, you know, they do a concert on on Sundays. And, you know, he was able to actually make a little small little gallery presentation out of the space. And there are many examples of artists working in restricted space and restricted circumstances and still being able to somehow figure out a way of expressing their ideas.
0: Jeff would know. He is the director of the North Carolina Arts Council's Fellowship Program, and together he and his team have worked with hundreds of North Carolina artists who have created amazing works of art with limited resources and means, like author David Joy. Here he is reflecting on what he went through to write his very first novel, Where All Light Tends to Go.
2: I'd be at my first job at 8, stay there till 5. I'd get off, I'd go to my second job at 5.30. I'd get home at 10, I'd eat, and I'd start working about 10.30, and I'd work till 4 in the morning. And, and I did that until the, the book was done, because I felt compelled to do so. I, You know, I needed to tell a story, and that was the only time I had.
0: David ended up quitting both those jobs when he signed a multi-novel book deal that included Where All Light Tends to Go. With a modest advance in hand, David had seven months to create his second novel that he'd yet to write a single word for. And it was around that time that he applied for the North Carolina Arts Council's fellowship. Receiving the fellowship in 2016 was a game changer.
2: It's one thing to say I want to be a full-time writer it's another thing to try and keep yourself fed and keep the lights on while you're pursuing that. And, and so, you know, looking back, I, th- I think that's the, the major way that that fellowship helped me. You know, it helped me keep the lights on. Uh, you know, the, the amount of time and dedication that it takes to put in the work to create a good book takes absolute focus. What fellowships allow for an artist to put all of that focus into the work, you look at the work that these fellowships are funding. And the reality is it it wouldn't happen uh, without it because otherwise you'd have to do something else. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not going to go homeless because I couldn't make it work.
0: David is one of hundreds of artists who have received the North Carolina Arts Council's fellowship. Created in 1980, the program makes $10,000 awards to artists in 10 different art forms to support their creative development and encourage new work. But it does more than that. And on today's episode of Arts Across NC, we're going to talk about how. If there's a movie that you always have to watch with your family over the holidays, If there's a song that you always return to when you're feeling down, or if there's a book that changed how you think about everything, art is an important part of your life. We all want it when we need it, and yet we don't often think about what it took to make it. As much as we may admire what we see or experience, or even what we imagine an artist's life to be, it's not that easy to be an artist. To make the things that we cherish, there's often a lot of uncompensated trial and error, which is one of the reasons why the North Carolina Arts Council supports artists. The investment that we make in artists and their development is an investment in ourselves and in our communities because their presence here makes North Carolina a better place to live. Here's Jeff again.
1: Actually focusing attention on artists and the value that they bring to the larger community to the roles that they have as interpreters, as expressors of things, is something that we think we can give to them because they give so much back to us.
0: Fellowships are available for artists in 10 different disciplines. Artists apply and a diverse panel of artists and arts professionals in that discipline determine who receives the fellowship. Artists may use the fellowship to do things like buy time or purchase equipment or supplies they need to complete a project But Jeff says these fellowships do more than just provide financial support.
1: We simply want to give them the sense that their work has been recognized and that they have permission to actually try things that they might not have been able to try otherwise. And that point is actually, I mean, clearly the money is useful and we're thrilled to be able to give what we are able to give. But when I go around and talk to the artists, very often what the artist will say is, "You know, I've been making this work, and I've kind of felt alone. And this fellowship has given me a sense that I, I was I was on the right track after all. This is this is actually I'm doing something right here, and that confidence can go a long ways to actually boosting their careers and." and allowing them also to share their work in a way that um, they may have been more reticent to do.
0: And that's true of many of the artists I've interviewed. Musician, filmmaker, and poet, Charlotte Ammons received the fellowship in 2014 at a turning point in her
3: career. That time in my life as an artist was really important because I was going through kind of a, a realization of my own identity as an artist and as a person, like and uh, trying to find ways to merge all these disparate identities that I wear into one b- being. So, applying for the artist fellowship gave me an opportunity to think through that and the project that I, I wanted to pursue with uh, help from the funds. The fellowship really gave me time to just feel less uh, of the moneta- the pressure to survive from a, like a just a hustling artist standpoint, and uh, gave me time to actually focus. Um, the project, it gave me the space to um, work with people that I really wanted to work with and that's good. that'll kind of spoil you a bit, but in a good way, I mean, I think that's the primary thing it did. I, I created a record that was exactly the record I wanted to make, it's like still my favorite work to this day.
0: The Arts Council's awarded over $5 million and 622 fellowships. And some of our state's most celebrated artists have received them and it's made a big difference. Author Daniel Wallace, who became internationally famous through his book Big Fish and the movie based on it, received the fellowship in 1991, during a time when he was about the furthest thing from renown. He'd written two novels that hadn't been published, and he remembers folks questioning why he was still trying to be a writer. Winning the fellowship gave him the confidence to keep trying.
1: The grant that I received was a lifeline in a way, and once you remove these uh, sorts of, of possibility, it shrinks your world. It makes you feel like you're doing something that's not quite as important as it is. It's not respected. It's not worthy. Uh, and when official organizations are capable of, of doing what the Arts Council does, you are more secure in that you feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself, that what you're doing is important because they feel like what you're doing is important. That's really powerful.
0: That's our show today. You can learn more about the fellowship by visiting our website, ncarts.org. Thank you for listening to Arts Across NC, a podcast by and about the North Carolina Arts Council. Follow us along on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll be back soon with another show.